Super Saturday Sport. With Mark, the Statsman Owen. Welcome to the Super Saturday Sport Show. It's my great pleasure via the phone patch in sunny Yaroa on this Saturday morning, welcoming Roman Cos to have a look throughout the autumn for all this great racing. And we kick it off with the Blue Diamond Stakes Day today at Caulfield. How are you, Roman? I'm going well, thank you, Stats, and um, hello to all our listeners. It's a little bit breezy out there, but the sun's shining, so it's all good. And a special hello to the boys I had uh, breakfast with this morning, Kevin and his group, uh, some of them are going to be listening for my early scratchings, which are also known as my tips. So uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> you and me both there, Roman. Uh, yeah, it's interesting times, isn't it? Can you believe that, gee, the autumn's been great thus far. Well, it's not autumn yet, but it is in racing terms uh, with yeah. the racing. And, yeah, we'll talk about it. But, gee, it's been some good racing thus far. There certainly has uh, stats. I thought I'd just give you a quick stat. This is my 57th autumn in horse racing. Right. Uh, I remember when I was young, we used to think the guy we used to have Indian arm wrestle at uh, when I was working at Aussie Post was old when he was 42. And here I am, it's the 57th racing year, so I find that quite weird. And international sorts while I was day-to-day stats. Yes, it is. Uh, and off the back of that, it's also International Tongue Twisters Day, which apparently you have on every last Saturday of February. Amazing, and does it ever stop all this stuff? So it's also yeah, World Bartender Day. Yes, that's the pace. Yes, that's the pace. What do you want us to do first? Well, how about we go to the big one? We'll go to the Blue Diamond first, and we'll have a look there, Roman. It's on a good four at the Heath Caulfield. What are your thoughts here, Roman? Oh well, my thoughts are the same every year with the Blue Diamond. I think it's a quite a guess race at times because you don't really know where the horses can run from a thousand to twelve hundred. That last two hundred metres. It's beaten some pretty good sprinters over the years. And then there's others that zoom around, no problems at all, so it's hard to tell. Um, it's It's been a race of some absolute roughies have got up over the years. However, you've got to pick what you pick. I have picked number 13, Lady of Camelot, the gay Waterhouse horse, uh, Billy. Um, uh, I just think it'll be sitting on the pace. Gay Waterhouse's horses are always close up by. Uh, Adam Hieronymus has been riding a treat for this stable over the last, uh, what, six months at least. Uh, so I see it sitting there waiting and waiting. It's a 1 over 1,100, which sort of means it's really only going to run an extra 100. And when it won over 1,100, it was quite a comfortable win. Against nothing particular, but still a comfortable win. Now, for second uh, stacks, I've got a 33 to 1 chance here, which I find difficult to believe that it's 33 to 1. And it's number 7, Traffic Warden. At its first race start, it ran second to uh, Storm Boy up uh, up in Sydney, and then it came down here and won a race here at Caulfield. Uh, but uh, Storm Boy is two to one favourite for the Golden Slipper. Yet this horse is thirty three to one in the Blue Diamond. I find it a ridiculous price, and I think it should be closer to twelve fourteen to one. Uh, and that'll do me as my ruffie in the race. Cummings and Craig Williams. They both know how to win Group One races. So uh, I'll have them as my roughie for the for the particular race. Uh, high octane, as I heard Dan say this morning, rightly, it just never got out last start. The problem with those sort of horses is sometimes they get out and they still don't win. But we've got to take it on face value that it was very, very unlucky last start. And I agree with what Dan said. It's out in barrier 10. Um, it should get a relatively trouble-free run. What people need to remember at the 1,200 metres of Caulfield is only one turn, and that's the turn into the straight. So it doesn't matter if you're doing barrier 67, you know, you've still only got one turn to go. 
And uh, for um, fourth, I put in Stay Focused. So I originally had Tip the Bodyguard, which I thought was a pretty good bet. So on that basis, I guess I've got to have Stay Focused in there. Um, and uh, that, that's how I see the race uh, stats. Um, I'm having a go against Coleman, only because of 1,000 to 1,200. But I openly admit I could easily be wrong. So they're the ones for me, mate. Um, and, and there's a little bit of a uh, bit of an odd stat. Oh, no, that's hang on, it's a different race. I could play for that. Yeah, it's 13, 7, 8 and 5 for me. Stats, what about yourself? Yeah, look, I saw it like this, and this is how I'm going to play it today. In race eight, the Blue Diamond at Caulfield on at 4.15 this afternoon on a good four. Look, I can't go past Coleman, the two-year-old Cole. I got $5 to win on it. it. Looks the best of the boys for mine. Two wins, two starts, both at Caulfield. Uh, the lead-ups have been fantastic. Now goes to the 1,200, and I, I think it can get the job done. I've also got five on Lady of Camelot. I agree with you there. Uh, look, down from Sydney... Uh, great win at a dollar sixty last start, and it looks like going to be the natural leader in the race as well, which will uh, help Lady come out there. So the filly coming down from Sydney for the Waterhouse uh, bot team there, and of course, look, I, I, it must be just a forgotten horse every time it goes around. What's wrong with H- Hagasugi uh, number eleven at seventeen dollars? Yeah, it ran, won the preview. Went around at double figures, won the prelude, went around at double figures, both at Caulfield, goes to 1,200 metres. There's not a lot between the Phillies and the Colts in Melbourne, at least, anyway. So I've got $2 to win on it at $17. Now, I agree with you, Traffic Warden. I've got a dollar to win on it, uh, the seven, for all the reasons you outlined. And, of course, uh, got that Storm Boy form that won the Magic Millions. The other one... I've got a dollar on it, $67, is doubling down. That'll sit off the pace now. Zach Purden rode it for a win on, of course, Melbourne Cup Day in the Maribyrnong Sprint. It's been rested, uh, spelled ever since. And number nine, Zesty Man for the Hayes Camp, because I believe that the camp have backed it as well, and it's at a really good price at around $61. So it's a $15 play for me in at Caulfield today. Fair enough, mate. Um, it looks like you and I are clashing heads straight away. Coleman versus... Um... Well, I do agree with you. Uh, Traffic Warden, I mean, it just jumped out at me form-wise and he's a terrific price. He most certainly is. He's the forgotten one with the price, as far as I'm concerned, or the underrated one. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's the uh, Blue Diamond. Where are we up to next, mate? Well, how about we go uh, to the Futurity Stakes Race 7, Look, it's all about Mr. Brightside, isn't it? That win in the oar was sensational a couple of weeks ago where it it, it rained in prior to Jenny. But uh, how do you see it, Roman? I've got a bit of a $9 play on the race to hopefully make a bit of money anyway uh, with Mr. Brightside winning. But how do you see it? Well, you have, I think you have to tip Mr. Brightside. I think he's won about 11 out of his last 12 starts when he's been less than 4-1 to one in the morning markets. And I think probably the only other one was beaten by your favourite horse. What's that horse that you... Uh, alligator Blood, I think, possibly. But I Yeah, Alligator Blood. It's just going on memory there, but by gee, it's a... Now, I looked at it at the 600 last start, and I thought, oh, I've got you beaten. Uh, and blow me down if it... Oh, what a horse. It, it just gives a, it gives 100%. Very hard to knock it. However, it does get back a little bit, and sometimes things go wrong with those type of horses. Yeah, look, I'll put it on top. I have to. I put um, Attrition for second. 
I looked at the race as if uh, if I had scratched Mr. Brightside, who would I pick next? And I think attrition has to be the one. Uh, there's, a, there's a fair bit of class there. And uh, I, I'll go for Cummings again to improve with Pericles. I heard you say this morning that you're taking the three roughest. Nothing wrong at all with that strategy. Um, that's uh, that's been a good strategy for a lot of people over the years, just hoping for that roughy. Well, it's a strategy I used to take with Winks. Yeah, exactly. Um, look, a, a couple of mates of mine do that. One mate of mine down in Werribee, well, he's not in Werribee, he's in Caulfield now, but he had some terrific flecks off Black Caviar doing the same thing, putting that one or two roughies in there and getting trifectas that paid like 40 or 50 bucks with, with Black Caviar giving you a free kick for gold. So... Uh, same thing here. So what you're doing, I totally, uh, um, you know, agree with. Uh, I'll just take, um, uh, like, I'll take one seven two for two units, and one two seven for one unit in the straight trifectas, and that'll be about interest in the race, I think. And I'll just cheer on Mr. Brightside like the rest of Australia will if it wins because it's a damn good horse. Yeah, look, it's hard to knock, isn't it? And like, we can't take a dollar fifty after its first up win in the year. It's just too tight but what what i've done is i've taken the free roughest in the field now you can have this for a dollar for three dollars or you can do what i've done times it by three for three hundred percent which would cost you nine dollars but bet to your uh whatever way you want to bet but obviously we know about the aura mr bright side but i've taken in the quinella number three munamek who won the damien oliver in the gold rush and that was only two starts ago. I think it's strips fitter now, and it could run a place. Dom Deschute, who we tipped last year in the Norvely, I tipped it in the Norvely. Damien Lane, $20, number four, can run a race in this and fill second spot. And the other one I'm taking off the seven-day backup is uh, from, of course, the Lang Camp. Uh, hey, happy fat cat. So uh, that's what I'm going to do, and... Just on it currently, Roman, about an hour ago, I got the approximates. On the three, the Cornell's paying $21, uh, $17 on the four, and $12 on the eight. So, And that was a pool of around $2,429. So that pool's going to swell. So they've all got a chance. They've all got a chance to at least run second. Not saying they'll beat Mr. Yeah. Brightside, but a chance to run second, the three of them. Yes, totally agree, Stats. That's why I reckon your strategy is okay, and I'm happy with mine. Mine is just to have an interest in the race in case I get really lucky and pick A, B, C in order, or, or A, B, C in order. And not forgetting, and not forgetting, Roman, for the little punters, they can take each combination for a dollar, cost them three dollars, yes. and you can take it for a dollar fifty as well, and that'll give you half the dividend. That's it. That's the bottom line. That's what uh, what they can do. So, what's our next one? Stats? The Oakley Plate for the sprinters, Roman. Wow. <laughs> what a race and a half this is. Uh, once again, the Oakley Plate to me is the same as the Blue Diamond Stakes. You know, there's been some absolute bolters get in when this particular race uh, because they go like the clappers early and some of them just can't handle that pace early and then just conk out, where others just zoom along and um, you're like, you know, the, the sort of... They just, just, just handle it. It's as simple as that. They handle the pressure and the speed and everything. So... Uh, Look, in the finish, um, I've gone for Aspura. I don't see any reason why not to have Aspura. I just felt it was short of the run last start. Um, the winner, um, uh, what's it called, Kalos, came from near last. So it was obvious when you had a look at your sectionals that Aspura just really slowed down in that last uh, couple of hundred metres. And uh, it's going to be up near the lead. I don't know whether it'll lead. Uh, you know. It's a big weight for a mare, Roman. 
Yes, it is. But um, look, there's plenty of horses that won this race with big, uh, big weights. It's not. Um, I just. It's just, uh, yeah. It's, oh, it's, I think you've got to go back a long way for a mare winning that race with that kind of weight, though. Couldn't disagree. Yeah, well, that's the stats of the stats, stats, aren't they? Yep. But they're always broken eventually. That, so, uh, look, the bottom line is that's what I've gone for. Yep. Uh, my second pick is uh, number seven recommendation. Uh, that's the Kira Ma um, taking a line through um, V8 from the Australian States. Um, this, this drops a little bit in weight there, which is significant. I, I always have liked over the years. I remember backing some very, very good price winners back in the, in the day, back in the 70s at least, uh, when I was doing this, uh, looking for horses that ran great races at weight for age and dropped three, four, five kilos. The recommendations there, uh, Declan Bates and C. Mars been a pretty good combination. No reason why I couldn't fluke a win out of this. Um, I've put Benedetta in as my third pick, number, um, what is it, number uh, eight. eight? Yeah, because of that Star Patrol form. Star Patrol, of course, beat V8 last start. So if I'm liking recommendations through V8, I guess I've got to have Benedetta in there as well. And um, my roughie of the race I'm putting in for fourth is Chain of Lightning, PG Moody. Uh, Peter Moody won this years ago with a horse carrying 58 called Flamberge. It was first up. And here's Chain of Lightning first up. Well, admittedly, it was a few years ago, but um, it, it sort of reeks of a really, really good um, you know, set-up type of job for P.G. Moody and, and Catherine Coleman. Uh, got Carleen Heflin. She, she's riding like a tiger these days. It's just my specky. You know, you've got to have a specky in the race. And, uh, look, I'll probably have Ray Magnerio next. But the thing with it, um, it, um, it beat, uh, what is it called here? It's in race two. Was it uh, Midtown Boss? Now, if Midtown Boss wins race two today, then you can sort of up Ray Magnerio's chances. And if it doesn't, well, you know, leave it, leave it as is. So, look, in the finish, two, seven, eight, and five for me. Stats. And uh, look, I'll box all of those four, like in the Cronulla and in the Exactor. And of course, I'll be back in a couple of those ones at a good prices. As for you, for a place at 260, I like. So I'll have something on that. It's one of those races where I could back four or five horses and, um, you know, maybe still miss out. I've gone against King's Gambit, the favourite, only because it's first up. Um, I just don't know how good it is. A couple of its wins in Sydney have been, you know, against reasonable horses, but nothing outstanding. And this is a Group 1 open handicap where they will really put the pressure on. And then this, it's drawn barrier one. May get caught up there, maybe not, who knows. But uh, at $4.40, I'm prepared to let it go. I'm prepared to jump on at the 4.40, actually, Roman. Race 9, number 15, King's Gambit for Jamie Carr for the Snowden Camp. My only worry is that it's coming out of gate one, but it's top class. Uh, it's back from a spell. Got a great record first up uh, and has won at Caulfield in the past. I'm King's Gambit, five to win. That's race 9, number 15. Uh, $3 to win on Chagrippa, number four for Craig Newitt. Has won four of its last five. Uh, from a spell and one placing in that looks well placed here for mine at around the nine dollars fifty ten dollar mark and my knockout two dollars the win number ten hypothetical uh, I feel is over the odds winner at Caulfield back in November for Mickey D and the Freedmans. Yep, fair enough. That's look, it's one of those race of stats where you and I could go different ways. So we're knocking heads together on two faves today and, and two of the big races. And you know something when they're four dollars something that's that's expected. Because they're tough races, let's face it. So, uh, 
we'll, we'll see at the end of the day. And um, at the end of the um, autumn carnival, we'll see who's the better tipster. And real carefully, or carefully, but not carefully, I suppose carefully a little bit, but real quickly, Roman, uh, the Peter Young Stakes, race six. Yeah, look, I'm, I, I see, um, I'm going to back Campy and Nessa, but not for a great amount because of that Legato form, and we know Legato's um, one, uh, one at, um, at Flemington, so we know that form's good, because it'll get a start on Gold Trip. But by crikey, if Gold Trip is three quarters fit, I think it just wins. So I, I'm, I'm in two ways to go with that race. So I'll have a look at Campion Nasso's odds um, just before the race, and maybe and most likely back it, only because Gold Trip gets back and there's might have bigger fish to fry down the track up in Sydney. Uh, the one I'm going to have just a one or two dollars on for something to do at odds is Loft. Um, the David, uh, the uh, sorry Ben Hayes. Horse, it was scratched from Sydney, but of course it's wet up there, so most likely it was scratched because it's wet. And it looks like one of those overseas horses that, you know, they, they come along these things and uh, we, we know they've got ability and we let them go time after time, you know, at big odds. And what was that 150 to 1 winner last week? Uh, European horse that won for the Hay Stable. I mean, they all end up winning some, or the majority end up winning some race somewhere at big odds. And maybe. I might get lucky here with this one, but um, it'll be low betting because it's a, it's a tricky little race. What about yourself? Yeah, look, I'm on number seven as well in race six, uh, Camper Racer uh, for Michael D. Could be having a good day, Mickey D. And I'm going to have something on race six, number 10 as well, Foxy Cleopatra yeah. down there at the bottom at $5.50, Roman, both five to win. Yeah, I can't knock that. I would have put that in as my third pick. So oh, I forgot to give my numbers. So they'll be 7, 1, uh, 10 and uh, 5. I forgot to mention Foxy Cleopatra. Of course, she's a really good chance. Uh, if they're running on, um, you know, she's one of those ones who could easily win this race. Um, uh, okay, Roman, that's where we've got to leave it, unfortunately. No worries. It's been a, been a pleasure and I hope everybody has a great day. And we'll do it all again next week, Roman. Why not? Thanks, Roman. That was Roman Coz live from Yaroa. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 That's 58212 1FM sponsor. Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. What can we offer you in the months ahead? One, tractor parts, new and used for Ford, Fiat, Massey, Ferguson, Sami, Deutz, Landini, McCormick, New Holland and Grey Fergies. Two, used tractors for sale and we are looking for good used tractors and sick tractors to wreck. Plus new mulches, multi-disc sprayers, etc. It will get tough in the months ahead. So to save dollars, ring me, Daryl, at Aussie Ag Supplies 0428 235000. I'll repeat that, 0428 235000. 1FM Sponsor.
Have you ever been to the Nathalia Nursery? You know, at number six Railway Street, Nathalia? Hop in and say day. At Nathalia Nursery, we like growing a bit of everything. We have a large variety of plants, including succulents, natives and perennials. We love our fuchsia, pelargoniums, geraniums, hydrangeas, as well as lots of different salvias that we grow. And our hope is that you will too. We're open Thursday to Sunday, 10am to 4pm. Don't forget, we also stock tube stock, punnets of flowers and veggies. Nathalia Nursery, well worth the trip. 1FM sponsor. The Waters has the power to install security systems, voice video intercom, fire detection systems and CCTV. The power to integrate your house with solar power, battery storage, home automation, smart power points, all controlled by Google Home. The power to keep industry working with a 24-hour breakdown service and electrical maintenance, thermal imaging, test and tag and much more for home, business or industry. One three hundred Waters. One FM sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.